I'm so scared. Boo. <laughs> Scary. Scary. How much is this costing us? Why is it that every single time you hear creepy Halloween music and the bells, that's like the scariest thing in them? Mm-hmm. Is it? I think so. The bells, they're haunting. Wasn't there like bells in The Exorcist? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, that's scary. That scares the crap out of me. I don't like to hear those So bells. the bells? Yeah. Did you say balls or bells? Bells. Bells. So it's too early for you for this. That's, maybe I was just talking over you. <laughs> I I mean, maybe our words Do like. Wait to mute your microphone. There was A's and E's, <laughs> and they got confused. And bells, balls. You have to mute your microphone. Yep. There is no muting. You get two minutes to discuss your point Trust. of view. <laughs> and then you'll be muted. And then you'll be muted yeah, but after that. Then I got a ten-second rebuttal to myself. <laughs> and Rob, I will listen to every inch of this recording. <laughs> and if you edit me, I got nothing. I can't do anything. I'll just have to go with it. I'm going to edit that. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, boosters. Trick or treat. Scare cats. How are we out there? Smell my feet. Uh, Didn't we just have the foot conversations? No, No, not yet. That's an upcoming episode. No, we're talking about you don't like your feet. Yeah, that's an upcoming episode. That's scary. It is scary. (laughs) It was. Give me something good to eat. Pizza? No, well, I don't even know. Is anyone going to trick-or-treat this year? We are. So It's limited. You go to go two houses to the left or to the right, and that's it. I mean, it's the only time of the year people don't bitch about wearing masks, right? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, good point. Oh, oh, look at you look starting at you. this up. Like, come on. 2020, wow. Halloween. Rob made it funny. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that was our episode. Yeah, <laughs> that just just took it up only everything. Took Ninety-three episodes for Rob's personality to come out. <laughs> it's the, yeah, it's the. It's oh, it's the blue moons. Blue moon. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a holiday. We're celebrating. Is it really a holiday? Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Certain people. All Hallows Eve. Mm. Samhain. Okay. Some just think it's a candy grab. Yeah. Pencils. Yeah. Erasers. Oh, those little religious pamphlets? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't get religious pamphlets anymore. I remember getting those when I was little. Did you Nichols? really? Mm-hmm. Never. Nickels, yes. Nichols. Dimes, pennies, you know. Change saved up all during the year. Some old grumpy guy. A toothbrush. <laughs> toothbrush, because, hey, someone's got to brush that candy out of your teeth. Yep. So if you haven't put it together, we are going to talk about and be playful with Halloween. Halloween. Oh, golf clap. Yep. As a Ghostbuster, this is our favorite holiday, right? Um, well, yeah, mm-hmm. sort of. What do you mean, yeah, sort of? What kind of what kind of paranormal investigator are you? Like, are you? An Arbor Day fan or something? <laughs> really? <laughs> how did, how did you know that? <laughs> it's Halloween every day. <laughs> it's Arbor Day every day. It's, it's Arbor Day. <laughs> What the hell is Arbor Day? Is that about the, the trees? trees? Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. This it's is a tree up. holiday. Yeah, act like you don't know. I, I spewed it right out there. Those trees, like right? Oh, oh arbors. See, this is the key. We just have to get you drunk before every show. You're so much more in, you know, like in, engaged. Yeah. In your 
spontaneity just mm-hmm. comes out. Listen, as long as, well, I don't know, we might have to make sure you just stay in your house tonight and don't try to find any graveyards. Oh my God, you know what? There's one that far away. Oh, jeez. Nope. Well, Pixie sticks and wine. One block that way. Yeah. Well, don't try to go there tonight. Although I know where the gates are and they're open all the time. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Who I've never been known? in there at night. I would have known all these years when you when you guys would get me drunk <laughs> and I would want to mm. go off looking for cemeteries and it became a thing which I forgot about completely until just now. <laughs> now I live a block away from a cemetery. See, that's what I call foreshadowing. Yep. Where was that? Were you guys were down in uh, Napanok? Where was it? It's happened multiple times. Multiple times in multiple locations in multiple states. Yes. Wait, with... With him trying to find a graveyard after he's drunk? Yeah. <laughs> well, um... I think it uh, started in Pennsylvania. I believe it I, I believe it was in Pennsylvania. Okay. It started yeah. there. Yeah. Because you guys always got to some of these places before I did sometimes. So yeah. I would always miss that initial... The Shanley Hotel? What was it? Yeah, that was that an was Yeah. Um... I missed that one because mm-hmm. you had a bunch of pixie sugar sticks and wine, and you were kind of hurting the next day when I got there because oh, you were looking for cemeteries. I remember that. Yeah. That's when you know Rob's had a good night, is when you have to convince him not to leave the haunted location he's in to go and try to find a graveyard. You were Ghost Adventures before Ghost Adventures. Really? Is that what they do in that show? Oh, is that why you love him so much? <laughs> I don't have the hair, though. He just reminds you of Zach. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you know, there's a, four, you know, Aww, a little bit there. Look at that. So Halloween. What do we what do we like best about this? I love the lore. I love the history of how Halloween came to be. Really? Yeah. Modern day still? Started in Ireland. Okay. So they believe that the spirits came up and risen risen out of the graves and the earth and came and tried to trick you into following them so that you would die too. So the way that they combat that is that they would take turnips and they would carve them and th- those became the first jack-o'-lanterns. They never used pumpkins. That's like, that's an American thing. Again, we've Americanized mm-hmm. something. Yep. We made it our own. And they would wear costumes because then the spirits wouldn't know who they who were. Who they were. Yep. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's a little turnips. history. I didn't know that. Yeah, turnips. If you ever see pictures of like the original carvings, like the turnip carvings, they're freaking scary. Those we'll things have, have no teeth. Do we they have pictures have, of this we could post on they our? They just have uh, mouths and eyes. Oh, just in we case, this is um, this is Parababble. Oh yeah, I forgot about. Or that. Hello Babble. For this evening. We hope you're out there enjoying Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, this episode will be out uh, oh. two days before Halloween. Um, Allison just uh, pulled up some pictures here. That is kind of like... Those are turnips. Those are the those original, are creepy. original jack-o'-lanterns. That's what I mean. They were super creepy. They could be in a movie. I know. They look like heads. What, like, no teeth? We'll post them on the Facebook page. Yeah, they're definitely ugly. Not super scary, but ugly. You probably wouldn't want to turn a corner and run into it. Nope, but that's the or- that's the origin of the jack-o'-lantern. I don't know. See, I know my Halloween history. I would imagine mm-hmm. that you Yeah, you know. You're seasonal. Mm-hmm. Ish. Yeah, well, you know, I fly around on Halloween. <laughs> so, when you're those the, jokes about the, the brooms and stuff? Yeah, it's true. Okay. We put our flying ointment on our brooms and we fly around for one night. You put ointment on your brooms? Yeah, you never heard of flying ointment? 
No. Yeah. <laughs> have you never read any of the witch trial stuff? No, I yeah. have not. Flying ointment. That's what they thought that that witches put on their brooms, and that's how they would fly. They made an ointment. Mm. This I'm not even kidding you about this. This could thing. go rated R really quick. Well, you want to talk Shit. about third nipples and... We have third nipples? Birthmarks. <laughs> well, birthmarks. Well, they thought those were the signs of the devils, that you had made a pact with the devil. With the birthmarks? Yeah. I always thought that was us being reincarnated, and that's how we died well, in listen, the previous you life. you did not want to be living in a colony in early America, early Americana, and be born with a birthmark. Because if you look at somebody cross-eyed, the next thing you know, you're being accused of being a witch. And now you got the devil's mark because you got that birthmark. And it's all downhill for you from there. We're getting scold. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. I got a birthmark right, right over here. You made a pact with the devil. I, how do you know? <laughs> it's messed up. I didn't make no pact with the devil that I know of. That's why it was so hard for women to prove they weren't witches because of crap like that. Like, how do you take a birthmark off? I think it's just a percentage in uh, birth rates. Wow. Coming through the canal. It made it super easy for people to, you know, burn women and stone them to death. And men too, but mostly So it was women. population control. Mm. Most of the time it was they wanted their land. They wanted something that they had. Uh-huh. So that was the way to get it. Because if they were dead, then... True of any guy or government. Mm-hmm. Right? We must conquer and take what we see. Yeah. This or took a dark turn already. We were going to be playful tonight, but... It did. <laughs> <laughs> Guess all those beers didn't help. <laughs> well, Rob's half asleep now. Yeah, he, he, I was he unloaded on his two asleep. jokes. He felt like he was watching a PBS special. Yeah. And this is how the cheese is made. And here oh. we are in the heads of Scotland where the witches were burned at the stakes. And if you look at this like, rock, one was bludgeoned there. <laughs> and they were crushed to death by a wooden board with stones on top. It was grueling. They tried to, to make them float. And if they couldn't float, then they were a witch. Seems sensible to me. <laughs> of course. Okay, so what's our favorite memory of Halloween as kids? Are you purposely saying Halloween? Yes. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing you incorrectly. No, you were hearing me correctly. Um, favorite what? memory of Halloween? Whether it be trick-or-treating or that time of the season or anything with school, anything that... What, what brings us to the liking of Halloween? No, really. Anyone can go. <laughs> I got, like, tears on the headlight right now. Um, I just think it's spooky. Like, everything seems mm-hmm. spookier. And I always remember that even as a kid. Like, once you start seeing the decorations go up, and, like, the leaves are changing color, and the weather's getting colder, and, and you rustling know Halloween's down the street. Coming. Yep. I feel like that always made it feel like it was just spooky time. Anything could happen. I believe like all the like little demons and ghouls and stuff and all those little things that we think about could actually happen and yeah. be real because we put our mind in a place of, you know. The ooh. veil thins. It does. And that's, that's what attracted me to liking it so much. Well, I mean, the 10 pounds of candy, but I think just the whole eerie kind of aura that comes with it you know the, mm-hmm. the, the haunted movies that are playing the screams and running around town at some point the screams of all your victims 
well, not my victims per se. I'm, I'm yeah, just speaking on a friend's point. Well, if you listen to our last episode, apparently. You um, mean our next episode? Our next episode. See, see, we're Rob, already ahead of ourselves. What's your favorite memory? You know what? I never liked trick-or-treating as a kid. Why? You I, felt bad? I didn't want to go to the people's houses. <laughs> Too introverted. I could see that. You're afraid of getting that eraser. I was always like, oh. Those religious pamphlets. I had to go and knock on their door and ask for stuff. I know. I was like, I don't want to go to their house. Yeah. I avoid in contact with them when I'm outside walking. So you're thinking about the people, where I was thinking about what kind of candy would I get. I didn't care about mm-hmm. the people. Well, I feel like it was just, it was a different time. True. You know, like, I don't, not for Rob, but what? for you and I, Jeff. I mean, when we were kids going out trick-or-treating, like, you would be gone from the moment you got home from school until exactly. 10 o'clock at night. Exactly. And you'd only come home to eat dinner and empty your bag out and yes. go back out again. And your Absolutely. parents did not go with you. No, that was the your fun. Your parents did not go with you. You didn't have your parents. You didn't have to have your parents If you go. had siblings, you had to take care of them. Yep. But your parents didn't come. That shit never happened when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And you just roamed the neighborhood. And just collected candy. And collected candy. And, like, hit people with homie socks. This is true. Yeah. Now it's like, you know, obviously the scene's changed a little bit. Oh, yeah. Now it's like, oh, no, you can't go trick-or-treating in the neighborhood. We do trunk-or-treat. Trun- What's trunk-or-treat? We just get a bunch of cars together in a parking lot, and and you can trunk-or-treat from trunk to trunk. Is there conversion it's vans? It's safe. Is there conversion vans? You could bring little Bella and little Aiden. And they can go, but only from 6 to 8 p.m. Yep. Oh, and I thought it was from sure 5 to 6 when it was light. Make sure everything you bring is gluten-free or has no nuts. Ew. Aiden has a nut allergy. Yeah. Ew. That's what Halloween has turned into now. It really has. Yeah. Thank you, America. You really effed us. Yeah. You know, I was Those looking, helicopter parents, damn it. I was looking for lists of, like, the best Halloween movies today to try and, like, I don't know, do something with it. Segway. Everything came out in the 80s. No, they're all like the Disney Channel original Halloween movie bullshit. There it is. It's bullshit. I'm like, what about the horror movies? The Listen, real Halloween movies. Gone are the times of your parents putting you in the costume with the plastic mask where you couldn't see anything. It got super hot because all the condensation built up. You couldn't breathe right. in it. And you still had to put a winter coat on underneath it because you knew it was going to get cold. And you were going to be out there all night. I've actually trick-or-treated, not trunk-or-treated, but trick-or-treated when it was snowing. Listen, I mm-hmm. have friends now that are like, okay, um, so we're going to meet at my house at 6, and I'm going to make the mold wine, and we're going to put everything in the red wagon, wagon and we're going to bring that around so the kids can just put their baskets in there. And, and I'm like, no, what is this? Uh, mold wine? Yeah, mold wine. When they make like the wine that's warm so they can put it in their little mugs when they're taking their kids trick-or-treating. Oh, that their hands can wrap around uh-huh. and uh-huh. be like every... Will they wear their Han Solos? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd have to be drunk if I was doing that too. <laughs> well, there was a few times that we've had beverages on our Halloweens. Oh, speaking of Halloween and creepy. I just feel like everything's gotten like stupid. Ah, stupid's a good word. Yeah. I know you want to swear because you yeah. know, there's certain individuals listening. I do. I mean, I just, it's like, why can't it just be like the old days? I mean, our parents, yeah, they were still worried that we might get kidnapped or there might be razor blades in our candy. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy was around back then. You right. I mean, I mean, and look, we all turned out okay. Right. We all made yeah. it through. 
He didn't kill you guys. That's how you can survive in life, because you have to build your independence skills at a young age. He didn't hide your body in his crawl space. And if you can't... If you can't do those kinds of things, you turn into a 27-year-old who's still living at home with mom and dad and doesn't have a driver's license and can't find a job because it's not something that makes my heart happy. Wow. <laughs> we just really went there. I'm still stuck on Let your kids spaces. trick or treat. Yeah, Damn let it. them go out there and have fun and run around. and. Put their, they're going to wear masks anyway. If John Wayne Gacy gets them. They get them. Natural selection. Don't worry Natural. about COVID. Put some gloves on them. Put a mask on them. Kids are going to be kids. Well, Let them they in. should be kids. Come right. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. None of this mall trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's the worst. I've never gone there. I've heard <laughs> I've heard horror stories about that. But uh, but they've, they've found so many different ways to nullify, pacify... Everybody gets a trophy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just don't go to Jeffrey Dahmer's house. It's no longer there. It's now a vacant lot. Oh, go. Dahmer's house. I'm sorry, where he lived in Chicago. Never mind. So you got nothing to worry about then. Yeah, it's just a lot now and a sidewalk. Listen, kids all have phones now. Something bad happens. Yeah. We you didn't know? have phones back in our day. No. No, we didn't. We had the babysitter dragging us around. Even I didn't have phones back in my day. We literally had like, all right, be home in two hours. How'd you know what two hours was from then? You didn't. You just came home at some point. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that was the way to do it. But I don't know. See, you know, there's, there's, I get why people are trying to be different. Like, and it's just advancement in society. And is it though? Because I feel like it's caused us to go backwards. Well, it has definitely. I'm not. I'm not. I get it, but I'm not agreeing with it. I mean, when you can't I, have people functioning as adults until they're 40. Right. That's a problem. This is true. Um, what's the oldest you guys have ever gone out trick-or-treating? 15. I think I stopped when I was 12. I think I was 15. I'm short. I could get away with it. Hmm. I remember the last time I went. <laughs> Jeff's like, I still trick-or-treat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the white van. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't have the white van. Um, I just curious, you know, what's a good age to quit trick or treating? Whenever you want. I, I think mean, once you get to a certain height, that's the <laughs> cutoff. It's like you got to be X amount to ride this ride. I feel mm-hmm. like that's cheap. Yeah, you got to be under this height to get your trick or treat in. All right. When you start looking like you're in high school. <laughs> You shouldn't be trick-or-treating anymore. But there's plenty of kids that mm-hmm. trick-or-treated in high school. What Did if, you? What if no. kids get growth spurts when, when they're the like really time. young? My kids were trick-or-treating in high school, the very beginning of their high school, and maybe sophomore years. So what age is that? Uh, sophomore years is what, 15, 16? That's what I'm saying. Okay. 15. All right. Maybe I just misunderstood what you're saying. My high school was 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. No ninth grade. That was in our middle school. I mean, I'm not going to say that I haven't trick-or-treated past high school. Um... <laughs> <laughs> There might have been an occasion or two where we just thought it'd be funny to go out and see what we could get at an older age. And tell you what, they gave us props for trying, and that's how it worked out. We got candy. Did you ever go out on Beggar's Night the night before? Yes. Beggar's Night, I don't think many kids know about that these days. They've buried that tradition, too. Cabbage Night, it's also called. You get all the, you know. Yeah, and um, it's called something else, too. It's like Devil's Night. Devil's Night, Cabbage Night, Beggar's Night. Um, that was really cool because I'd go to the decent section where my uncle lived. 
and we'd go on beggar's night and then we do my other uncles on um, actual halloween night well beggar's night started because back when this whole tradition of this started they would force themselves into people's houses you try to like keep them out and that was like the whole game they oh. try to get in you try to keep them out and if they got in so like the purge then you had to give them food well this is like we're talking like you know 1800s in Ireland. Oh, we're going back, back. Yeah. This sounds like a lot of fun home invasion stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is Halloween. <laughs> I mean, that stuff, you know, it's evolved to now where you politely knock on the door, or ring the bell, and ask. Oh. But you just yeah. kick the door down. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the tradition. Hello? Give me your food. Trick or treat. Give me your cakes and cookies. Cookies. Yeah, well, they didn't have candy. Who told then. you to eat my cookies? You mean Nestle and all them guys weren't what's around? The Hershey popular, wasn't around. What's the most popular Halloween candy? Do it's you know? something stupid. Do you know? No. It's something stupid, though. What's your best guess? Uh, Charleston Chew. What's your best guess? I thought it was Twix. It's chocolate. What? No, you gotta be more specific. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Add stupid looking face on Jeff say. looking at <laughs> Allison. Hang on, I feel like the we've done this before. We might have been duped. The I'm most popular Halloween candy is chocolate. Yeah, but you gotta be more specific than that. Well... Well, of course it is, silly. Do you know that the third most popular is actually candy corn? Yes. And that... nobody believes that because no one actually admits to eating it. No one eats candy corn. Uh, there's a bag at my house right now. You're not eating it, though, are you? <laughs> no, actually, my daughter is. <laughs> when I used to take the candy corn, I used to put them in upside down mm-hmm. and make the fangs. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. America's top five most popular Halloween candies. Hit us. Number one. Why one? Go to five. Go to five. 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 Kit Kat. Total sales, $306 million. That's not a lot. Number four, Hershey bars, which is just chocolate, I Chocolate. So far, two chocolates on the list. Yeah, but one had a um, um, A wafer. Cookie wafer thingy. $324 million in sales for Hershey's. Okay. Number three, Snickers. Still chocolate. Oh. Snickers? I don't like nuts. Four hundred and fifty six million dollars. Oh. Here's the top two. Number two? M and M's. Still chocolate. Five hundred million dollars in sales. Who beats M and M's? Any guesses? Um It's gotta involve chocolate. Let's go with <laughs> It does involve chocolate. But about like caramel. No. In, it's not, there's no caramel there's in no it? There's no caramel in it. So my Milky Way guess is out the window. Your Milky Way guess is like down the shitter here. It's not even on the list. It's not even a Down top the five. shitter? It's pathetic. What about, <laughs> you're not even on the charts. You're at pathetic. You're pa- yeah. How about, um, oh my gosh. You're going to be like, oh, of course. Uh, peanut butter cups. It is peanut butter Thank cups. Thank you. Five hundred and nine million dollars huh? sales. It's peanut so butter the top with five, a coating of chocolate. The top five sellers are all chocolate based. Well, I still hello? stand by my argument that the number one selling candy is still chocolate. Do you want to hear something funny? I suggest that's, that's sort of technically correct. Did you steal so, his candy? Well, no, but you know the little boxes of nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would wait until he was eating those, and then I'd be like, "What are you eating?" And he'd say, "Nerds," and I would say, "Well, you are what you eat." Mm. That's so mean. <laughs> and then he'd give you some. No, he never did. Oh. I would steal them though. That was so nice. We used to actually go through our candy and like put the stuff that we didn't want in a pile, and then we would like. That'd be trade the last. 
Yeah, we treat each other for stuff. Yeah, See, we we segregated. Blow pops were always my favorite thing to get. Those are those Trans are respectable. Blow pops, especially if they were cherry. Oh, forget it. Yeah, you're fighting. Oh yeah. You know, I got all these other lists coming up now with different different candies being. Thank you, Google, for listening. Being all the way over all over the place. Today that has Snickers aren't even in the Skittles is number one for what. I could see that. Skittles is pretty popular. Can we have like an independent investigation? What was your favorite Halloween costume that you ever had? My favorite Halloween costume. Yeah. Um probably probably my vampire and I hate vampires these days. I can't watch vampire movies cuz I think they suck and it's so unrealistic. Too much sparkling going on. No, some of them are really good. The Underworld series is awesome. I know, but it's so funny that I think that they're like, it's so stupid that it wouldn't happen, but yet I watch horror movies like they mm-hmm. could happen. So. And you know what I just watched the other day that I forgot was so good? What? Blade 1, 2, and 3. Nope. Yep. Couldn't do it. Wesley Snipes in his prime. Okay, you need to talk to my wife and Wesley Snipes because that's the same thing. I'm telling you, those are actually way better no. movies. They were ahead of their time. They might have been ahead of their time. So was RoboCop, but... It's like Matrix kind of action scenes. Crazy. What was your favorite Halloween costume, Rob? Ninja Turtle? I, you know what I did go as Ninja Turtle, I'm sure you did. I'm sure I did. <laughs> I know I did now. It's about right. I don't... I'm trying to remember them. Uh, I only remember like three You were probably a Ghostbuster. I'm sure. I just think I was just that in general. Were you ever the Hulk? No. I was um, Skeletor from He-Man once. That was pretty badass. Um, the earliest Halloween costume I can remember when I was like super young. My mom said I couldn't decide what I wanted to be between a cowboy or a skeleton. So I was a cowboy skeleton. Nice. And the last time I remember trick-or-treating, I remember not. I was not planning on going because that was too cool. I was like 12. <laughs> and then the last second I did. So... I like had to throw something together at the last second, and I grabbed like this mask of a, a monkey, and like a robe and a lightsaber. So I was like a Jedi monkey. Nice. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. That's pretty creative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was yours? So, I always liked dressing up for Halloween, and I have a lot of Halloween costumes that I liked as a kid that I was like the same thing multiple years. But I think my favorite Halloween costume was probably, it's probably about 15 years ago now. Uh, We had a friend that used to do his whole backyard as a haunted house, like Mm -hmm. haunted hayride. And sometimes we would go and like help out because all the neighborhood kids would come and like go through and it was super scary. And we'd like hide in the woods and jump out and like grab them. And, um, but my favorite costume was one year that we were doing that. I went to a thrift store and I found this like leather and um, fur jacket that looked like it came from like the 1950s, like early 60s. So I bought that jacket and then I bought a wig that had like the pin curl that looked like it was from that time. And I was all white and dead looking, but I had shards of glass in my face. Oh, nice. And I walked around all night telling everyone I was coming home from prom and I don't know what happened. Nice. And it was like my favorite thing because I was so in character 
And I would just like be sitting somewhere and people would like come and talk to me and I'd be like, do you know where I am? The last thing I remember was we were driving home. And That's great. I really did look like I went through like a field. Yeah. That That's was probably awesome. my favorite. What is, well, this goes out to either one of you guys, obviously. What is one of the movies or scariest times that you've ever, let's, okay, let's not even play with the movies yet because we got plenty to do here. What is one of the scariest things that has happened to you spook-wise, spooky-wise, that you just were like ultra out of your skin because it scared the crap out of you? My dad had a mask of like a gorilla. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a good gorilla mask. Oh. It was like a scary. We're going to scare you. Weird, not kind of right gorilla mask let's scare jessica to death yeah so i can remember like my dad having that mask on and i remember him like peeking around corners <laughs> at us and like jumping out and i remember being so freaking scared that scared the crap out of me i still don't like things jumping out at me like you know we've gone to salem remember we went through like the animatronic stuff the pirate museum <laughs> with the tongue over guy <laughs> And we were all hungover, too. And I was like, I'm not going down that hallway because I know something's going to jump out. Was this like a haunted house? or <laughs> no, it was a pirate. Of... It was, it was a like at the pirate museum, but it had all these like weird, dark hallways that had like these animatronic pirates that would just like suddenly turn and come on and start talking. And it was weird because it was like 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> we were what? the only people in there. And the yeah. pirate leading the tour was drunk. Mm. He was very hungover. And so were we. And so were we. Um... That's yeah, I don't like anything jumping out. I don't go to haunted houses for that reason. I don't like things touching me when I can't see them. Have you been through haunted houses though? Yeah, yeah. Especially like when I was younger, and I went to one in Clifton Hill, like when I first moved to this area. That was like super scary. Yeah. Well, if you're young enough, I mean, I mean, you can be, you can scare anybody at any time. Yeah. It's easy enough if you really put some thought to, it. especially some of these places like Clifton Hill. If anybody doesn't know anything about, um. Clifton Hill. Clifton Hill is in Niagara Falls and it's on the Canadian side, not the American side. And they have like the strip that you can go up um, and they have all these different shops and museums and wax figuring shops. But you can go up there and get a pretty good scare for a few bucks because, you know, there's actors and animatronics. What scared you the most, Rob? I don't know. Okay. Um, I scared my brother so bad that he fainted. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, we were watching Young Frankenstein, and he went to go and make popcorn. And he's like three years younger than me, so I was probably like 10. He was probably like seven. So he went to go and make popcorn. And you know the beginning of that movie with like the thunder and the lightning? Mm-hmm. So it was that part of the movie. And he came down the hallway to come back into the room with his bowl of popcorn. And I jumped around the corner, and I was like, boo! And he literally got so scared, he went, oh my god! He fell on the ground. <laughs> Is it like those fainting goats? <laughs> Boop, done. And then I thought I heard him. Like, I thought I killed him. I was like, oh my God. But he was fine. So nothing scared you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe. Something had to I make can't. you. You had never siblings? Been... They never did anything to you they to try to scare siblings. you? Have you ever gone anywhere that might have scared you and you went, oh my God, this is like, you know, where your heart just went through your stomach? Mm, in like a haunted location? You know what? You can put. I wasn't gonna go there, but you can. If there's something that happened, because you, uh, 
all of you who follow us know we're in our uh, the group prone. You know, we do our ghost hunting and we've had lots of experience. But yeah, is there anything maybe paranormal that scared you where you just went? Whew. Not so much scared. Maybe surprised. Not even the or music startled. box. What music box? Do you remember when you were? Um, we were at Peg's place, mm-hmm. and you were sleeping on the out, in the outer room on the couch. Didn't the music wake you up? Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, because <laughs> that freaked me out when you told me. The music box went off? The music box kept going off. Was the top of it closed? We don't know where it was. Oh, yeah, there was no music there box. There was no music <laughs> box. Oh, there was no music <laughs> no. box, but you hear music. And then somebody, at some point during the, like, after that, I was like sleeping on the couch and the door to the hallway was like behind me and then like another hallway was leading out to the opposite side of me but my back's facing all of this and I remember hearing somebody walk over behind me right over my head open the door and walk out and I just figured it was somebody you know that was with in us the group, yeah. in the group when I woke up in the morning I was the first one up I think there, nobody else was up. Nobody else came down. Nobody else had any reason to go through there. There was a bathroom on the other side. It's like, so no one was going to be going through that door unless they were getting up. So that kind of put you a little tense. Didn't something touch you when you were sleeping in the B and B in Salem? No, I saw something mm-hmm. at the edge of the bed. Oh, yeah, no, that's never good. A little girl. Yeah. That's never good. That's the most detailed thing I've ever seen, I think. Really? Yeah. How detailed was that? Have you heard that story? Uh, vaguely. Yeah, I mean, that, that was basically it. I was sleeping in the bed. The, the hotel... The, the Did baby. that wake you up, though? Or were you just, like, tossing and I turning? Think, I think kind of it did. Like, I was kind of... I kind was of there, like, an extra it. sensory going on? He's like, oh. Maybe. And, you, and next thing you know, there's a little girl at the end of the bed. Yeah, and I was just like... I remember my reaction. That's why I say I can't think of anything that scared me. Is because my reaction when these things happen is like, you know, whatever. I I don't feel like dealing with this right now. And I just so logical rolled over and went back to sleep. Shit. That's sometimes tough, though. I mean, especially if something gets in your head the wrong way and it's it's, yep. it's creepy enough. You you. I know for me, I won't fall asleep if something gets under my skin that way. But I had a couple. I went to a haunted house, and uh, all my friends were with me at the time, and my wife was with me, and we went down this um, like tunnel walkway that was like an L. So you're coming down to the uh, to the corner, and you make a left, but it had all this f- like flesh hanging from the walls and stuff, and <clears throat> me leading the pack, I was, you know, being funny. And as I come up to that corner to make the left, what I didn't know was, and no one else knew, there was a guy in a meat suit. So it was like meat flesh kind of hanging. He was, I don't know if you could see me, but I got my hands out to either side, and he fit perfectly in the corner of the wall in the way, yes? They can't see you. It's a podcast. Well, (laughs) for the people here, I mean, we got a pretty big crowd here tonight. Um, He came off of that corner. And jumped out at me, and I literally flew because I was scared 
shitless. I, like, that guy got me, and he got me good. And what got everyone behind me is the fact that I jumped back, and this guy just peeled off the wall. And I was like, <laughs> and then I'm walking away, and he just goes right back into the corner, puts his arms up, legs together, and he's standing there, and he closes his eyes, and he's just kind of waiting for the next person or people to come around the corner. That was a pretty good scare for me. Um, what else would have? Uh, one time, I guess this file's under paranormal. We were in an old bank, and I think I might have told this story before. We used to do um, band practice down there. And it was me, my friend. Um, I, was, I was playing drums. My friend was playing guitar. And my girlfriend was down there. And we are closing up for the night. And there was two exits. You could go up the emergency exit, but we really didn't do that because we didn't, you know, it was just the wrong way to go. Or you could go to the other way. And you go up the flight of stairs, and then you go out, and then you lock the door. Well, <clears throat> we shut off all the lights as we're getting ready to go. And we sat down for a minute, and we had a couple beers. And I don't want to say that that was the influence, because when I say a couple beers, it was only a couple beers. There was an exit sign that was lit up, and that was the only thing in this room. And this room was pretty big. And hanging in the corner next to the janitor's door, there was a floating head and it had like it was red with blackish eyes and red in it but it was just suspended there near the light but not and what's so spooky about this is i saw it i went holy shit and i hit my my girlfriend <clears throat> and then i hit my other butt and we all looked over there and we all seen the head did you all look at the the red exit sign first and then looked at the head no 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 we didn't do that no because when we shut the lights off we were down there for a couple minutes so everything adjusted i know what you're saying but it did not happen like, that oh, way what is that because all three of us walked out of there going what just i mean we packed up it was just a disembodied head it was just a head and it That's definitely weird. resembled what did it you wink would... at you no <laughs> was it one of your victims no, it could have been, but <laughs> I don't think I own my conversion van then, but, um, the, the, they all saw the same thing that I saw. Oh, it was like the Philip experiment. And it was crazy because we packed up whatever we had. We got like, and got everything and we bolted out of there. And at the time we were walking back to my buddy's house, we just couldn't explain what we saw. Do you remember when we were at the library doing the investigation and those kids kept messing around outside? And then we threw the penny at the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were at this library in like this little town and these kids kept coming up and like putting flashlights in the windows and the Boo. and the doors and they were just being rowdy and like trying to figure out what was going on in there. So we were like, all right, everybody be really quiet. So, you know, then they're like trying to figure out what's going on. They don't see anything. So then they were sitting down mm -hmm. at the steps right in front of the door. And then somebody just took a coin and hit the door and they were like, ah! they all went running it was the best thing <laughs> it's amazing when you don't know what's going on, on the other side of the wall yeah it was like yeah well that's what you get have you guys ever been scared as a little child yeah yeah oh yeah what were you scared of or what what scared you probably watching scary movies that i was too young for uh-huh that was me too the first time i ever saw nightmare on elm street yep i don't think that i slept for a month that was really yeah me oh too. my god i was petrified that if I went to sleep, Freddy Krueger was going to come and get me. And I think we talked about this. I don't remember which one it is, but you remember when the person's trying to run up the stairs 
and the stairs start Turned like, to goo. It's the first goo one. And then the hands are coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, we used to have in our house, we had a flight of stairs that went from our first floor to our second floor, but my bedroom was on the second floor. And they were open in the middle. Mm-hmm. They were just oh. like carpeted steps and they were open. And I just remember like freaking out and running up the stairs as fast as I could because I was so worried a hand was going to come out and grab me. I did not sleep for literally, I think, a month after I saw wow. the movie. What scared you out of that? Same thing, Nightmare on Elm Street, just the concept of it. And also when I was like really young, like gremlins scared me. But you guys got to realize I was like... <laughs> Not born yet when Gremlins came out, and I watched it when I was like three. Wow, I um. <laughs> As a little kid, I used to have like real experiences when I was in second and third grade, and I truly believe we stayed in a haunted house in New Jersey, which I never slept. Night lights were on, um, bed lamps were on next to me. And I would fall asleep in class every day. And every single day I would go home and tell my parents, there's something in this house, there's something not right. And there's a long-ass hallway like you would project oh, in any type of movie. Yep. The living room, it was upstairs apartment. The living room and stuff was in the front of the house. You have to go down this hallway. There would be a kitchen to one side, bedroom, and then the two bedrooms in the back. I had to have the, I had the uh, sliding doors. And I always have to have them open to the middle. I'd have to have a light on, and there was always noises. There was all kinds of like things that couldn't be explained. Of course, my parents, you know, they explained it off as, ah, it's just the pipes, it's this, it's that. But I would hear crazy noises coming from their room. And doors would open and close. And I'm like, I'd run up the hall. I'd be afraid to run up the hall because I figure if I'm running up that hall, something's chasing me. So I would stay in bed like this. I think if any kid heard strange noises coming out of their parents' bedroom, they'd be scared. Um, that's a different show. <laughs> um, I'm being nice. But don't you think that most people that get into ghost hunting have had some kind of experience in their life? That's why we do it. No. I mean, I that was me. I had weird things growing up my whole I'm... life. Not things that, like, I don't think I lived in haunted houses. I just, there was things. But it... That I couldn't explain. Right, but as you look back at it now, these scary things, can you explain them a little better well, in your I head? I understand them Other than now. being a kid? No, I mean, when I was a kid, obviously those things really scared me. I think now, knowing what I know, something was going on. Right. But I wouldn't be as scared of it. Because I feel like when you become an, like a paranormal investigator, it turns the tables. Like, you're hunting for something. It's not It's not hunting coming you. to you. And I have always said that. Like, I, I'm a big scaredy cat. I don't like to be scared. But when I'm investigating, I don't get that feeling because I feel like I'm in charge. You know, like, I'm the one looking for things. Well, we're in charge, but we've all come into th- situations where we've been hunting and something's rattled us that we can't go, oh, shit, how do we explain this? Yeah. And then you kind of walk around, you know, and you're... It, your hair, well, for me, the hairs on my arms would be standing up, and every corner I turned, I'd be thinking twice about what am I going to run into because something just happened back there that right. was not explainable. But you're with a bunch of people that you know and you trust, and you have a flashlight in your hand. That's different than when you're a six-year-old kid. And you're yeah, but don't yourself. you still feel isolation somewhat when, even though you could be leading that? Well, we break off into twos or threes or whatever. 
if you're leading that group and you're walking around a corner and something just happened, you know, how are you explaining your own personal scared? Like being scared yourself? I mean, there's times I've gone on, we've gone on investigations and it's like, okay, this just happened here. This has happened here. Okay, this place is kind of moving tonight. Okay, and you're turning a corner and it's almost like, I don't want to say excitement, but it's that nervous energy like, so there's going to be something around the corner, you know, even though you're with a group of people, you can still, you, you can still be rattled in the inside, but brave, I think. Yeah. You know, I've been, we've all been that with a, each other at some point. I, I mean, for me, I might not crop up and say, oh shit, I'm scared, but I'll be bra- or I'll be brave about it. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. Rob's over next to me or whoever's over there and we'll walk through it. I think, I think you still be rattled, and be scared yet, you know. All right, well I'm here. We've turned the tables. We're looking for it, but what is going to turn that corner? We've become a lot more skeptical, I think. About about spooks. Yeah, in general, like from so many years of doing this, it really takes a lot of something it to does. happen for me to be like, all right, that's legit, you know. And you know what? And it's like a good movie in a sense because if you go into a place that is known to be haunted or someone's, you know, hey, can you come investigate here? And you get into the place and you're like, you know what? The atmosphere itself sets the tone. Because we've all walked into homes or businesses like, this is something off. Or it's, mm-hmm. it's the way it's set up, physically set up. And then you get in there. I think that might play a little bit in your head. And then when you start to... Like you said, you start. You've done it long enough to know, but I think there are physical elements that put that little bit of creep factor in your head, and you're just like, oh man, and that might add to the experience. It might not. I don't know, but I think somewhere doing all this and running into situations that are creepy, spooky, can be driven by the the physical environment that you're in. And a lot of times with spirits and stuff like that, I know we're kind of tailing off, it's still Halloween. That's more how you pick up vibes and energy than anything. But it doesn't hurt to have a good, you know, a couple of rounds. We, I know we did a house um, out, I forgot where, but it was the old, um, like an old house mansion and it had the slave quarters upstairs. It was a big home. Van Horn. No. This is the one um, that Cheryl had been around. Oh, that was like a private house. It was a private house. Yeah, I remember that. And that house was creepy in itself. It was yeah. huge. So it set it set the tone. Yeah. I mean, a lot of places can set the tone. I mean, we've walked into houses like, oh, it looks like an everyday house. Yeah. But you start hearing things and you're like, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? So there are our physical... I think there's physical things that set our mental tone when we go in there, even though we try to clear ourselves and be, all right, we're open to this. But yet, I think there's still a lot of spook factor in a lot of what we what we do in that sense. Rob's never scared on investigations. No, he doesn't believe. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's cool. That's the perfect balance, though. Mm-hmm. Just because when I actually do experience something, I don't believe it right away. I'm like, either, no, 
well, what you go through a checklist. Kind of do you, you go through a checklist, or right? Or I'm like, that's pretty cool. And I just go on my way. And like it'll be like a day later, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> then you're like, oh, very, I should have been scared. Very delayed reaction. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm running through this building like, yeah, it's nothing here. Like, oh, that was an apparition that just walked by. It was? I mean, you remember know? when we were at Hinsdale and we were sitting at the top of the stairs and that shadow came up the stairs yep. right in between the two of us? That was a time I did remember, like, experiencing it, like, in real time and, like, reacting yeah. properly. See, I thought that one might have been one of your stories that were, it really creeped you out because I know you had a hard, I mean, I wasn't there, but just listening to you guys talk about those experiences, that you, hmm. that was a hard time for you being there that night. Well, yeah, when he came into the room, that was scary. That yeah. was not not kosh at all. I didn't like any part of that. But I also feel like maybe that that was... There was a lot of energy in that room. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it was <laughs> given a lot of energy. Whereas, like, I feel like normally our situations are pretty controlled. So you felt... You felt out of control. I didn't necessarily feel out of control. I just felt like... It shouldn't have gone as far as it did. Okay. Like, that should have been, like, nipped in the butt, like, immediately, and it wasn't. Yeah, a lot of things were not nipped in the butt that night. Yeah. Well, I mean, what we do sometimes is almost like Halloween all over. Mm-hmm. You know, you could you could very easily put it under the title of, you know, a scare factor. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was, like, a isolated place. I mean, typically, I think... Well, I shouldn't say typically. The only place I've ever gone where I've walked in and been like, this isn't good, is that mm-hmm. place. I've never had that feeling anywhere else. I've never had that feeling of, like, dread and despair and oppression and all of those kinds of things. Like, that intense. No. Okay. Now I can't speak on that because I haven't been there. But there are places where you walk in and you can truly have, like, a spook. A spook. Like... Oh, yeah, you can, like, your spidey sense kicks in. You know when you're coming into a place, like, oof, yeah, you there's feel, something you here. You feel it. But that was just, that was a different level. That just wasn't comfortable. So do we take, do we take the paranormal and Halloween and the scares of movies and s- things that might have happened to us as growing up as a child as a scare, can we compare Halloween to, like, I'm going to go a different direction here, ghost hunting? When we're searching out spirits and we get scared, can we... Can we kind of correlate the two? Well, I think everything that happens to you sets you up for how you perceive things as you get older. You know, like any experience you have, you're always going to remember that. And whether it's subconscious or not, it's going to impact the way you view things that happen. So if you felt you've been scared quite a few times about things or you had experiences growing up, you're going to look at that sometimes skewed. And you won't have an open mind to what is actually... Well, I think you'll have an open mind, but you'll paint it... Your perception will be different. Demon, demon, demon. Right. (laughs) So, like, you were talking about when you were a kid and having those experiences Mm -hmm. and feeling that way. Rob didn't have any of those experiences. So if you were both in the same haunted location and something happened, you would probably think it was more intense and a bigger deal than Rob would. Well, what about one being more open than the other? Yeah, I mean... I know that that's a thing, but Rob is very skeptical, but Rob's also very open. And then I know other people that are very spiritual and are total coolers. So, True. 
I don't necessarily think one goes with the other. Well, then aren't we all kind of like coolers then? Because a lot of times growing up, we're open once we come to this planet and we come to this, I'll say, spiritual energy that we're here, we're on this planet, we're in this physical realm, that as we get older, a lot of times we are shut down by society. So that energy kind of what was open to everybody, I would imagine, I would think coming over, we're still fresh. We still see things. We still feel things. But as we get older, we, we shrink that, that vision down because we're told it's not, it's not cool to be that way or, oh, it's just your imagination or this, that, and everything. Wouldn't that kind of a, all of us coming from the same place? Well, I think some people want to be more open and some people don't. I mean, I know when I go to stump service, I'm like, don't read me, don't read me, don't read me, don't read me because I don't want people to. But there's also times when I'm... What do you mean in. by stump service and read you? So, you ever been to a stump service? No. So, stump service is like there's a medium and they're giving messages to a crowd. Okay. It's like John Edwards, you know, when he's like picking people out of the right. crowd. And he's like, can I come to you? No. Rob is <laughs> no, you cannot. skeptically snickering. So, I always feel like I don't want to be read in those situations. So, I'm subconsciously closing things out because I don't want messages coming to me in a public forum because I just am not comfortable with that. But... I also know that I can walk into a Honda location and if it's feeling okay to me, I can be very open and basically be like, take my energy, use it, manifest, do something, you know? So I feel like you have preconceived notions. Everybody does. Right. But I don't think it's necessarily that like it closes out over time. I think people make that choice whether they realize they're doing it or not. Do you think in today's world or society, how we view Halloween and the paranormal, that the two actually cross over? Like, when I think of Halloween, I think of being scared. I think of horror movies. I think of creepy things. When I do paranormal, I don't think any way like that. That's completely a different realm. Do you think there's a lot of crossover of Halloween and paranormal? I mean, I don't, Rob, what do you think? For some, maybe. But for a lot of people, it's either like super scary movies or let's watch Hocus Pocus and then go trick or treating with our little kids, <laughs> trunk or treating. How does that fit? So it's How? like, <clears throat> I mean, there's still some people that'll be like, you know, they want to watch the, the ghost hunting specials on TV that they always seem to have, like, you know, whatever it is ghost adventures, ghost, there's all the ghost hunters in the back or whatever. And, so Some if you take ones. a place like Salem, mm -hmm. you wouldn't consider that a Halloweenish kind of scare thing. That would be more of a. It's like part of the season. Is it part of the season though, or is it For a year? People. Is it does it feel like it's a year-round thing that's always consistent, like a paranormal thing? Paranormal is always around, and I say paranormal, but I I mean to say ghost hunting, spirits, energy, whatever is always around us. But can you take a place like Salem? and take it out of the Halloween realm? Or do people still say, hey, you know what? It's kind of a Halloween thing. You know, you I know feel, what I'm driving at? Yeah, I, I think it's more, people are more willing to talk about it this time of the year. If well, Halloween definitely opens up a lot mm -hmm. of avenues for talk and people get scared and then all those people go away, but the hardcore people still believe year-round. Like, look at all the times where we've been called to do, like, 
presentations or lectures or crap like that mm-hmm. around Halloween time. Right. Because they know it'll attract the crowd because it's the Halloween crowd. They want to hear something spooky or... It's the amateur night. Yeah. Exactly. What else scares you guys about Halloween? Nothing. Nothing? Mm-mm. No? I like it. Yep, me It's too. my favorite holiday. I don't really... I don't know. I like all the... You know, stuff that comes out, the decorations, the feel of it. I mean, I don't, I'm not scared by it anymore. What's the coolest decoration you guys own? You know, I don't, I don't have these anymore, but when I was a kid, my favorite Halloween decoration that I remember is, you, I, they used to make these like things out of like little melted plastic chips. Okay. Do you remember these? So that it would be like a witch's face, but it was all like these little melted pieces of plastic. Oh, like you ha- like they, they still have a lot of those for Christmas. You hang up the wreath and the, yeah. the candy cane, but they're plastic. They're melted together. Yep. These were all little pieces of plastic yes. that used to melt together. And I remember those like vividly. We had like a black cat. We had a witch face. We had a pumpkin. And those were like, when you saw those, like you knew what it was. Like, oh. right. you know, like... Paper decorations like came and went. Nothing was really like stand out, but I still remember what those looked like and what they felt like. Those were like my favorite. We used to have a Halloween centerpiece, and that was cool because I'd sit there and I'd get lost in my imagination. You know, we have witches and ghosts and stuff and pumpkins, and it's like got the the uh, leaves and stuff and the big candle, and I would get lost. Like, like any kid, I would kind of dream a little bit and be off in a different world going oh what's going on with this you know we got a witch over here and this and that and everything else um but i think that was probably one of my scariest ones that i've had and it wasn't really scary to me it was more like intriguing because then my mind could wander you know and you know how growing up most kids minds are like they're gonna go to that place they're gonna like ooh, i wonder what's happening here you know i don't know did the witch from The Wizard of Oz scare you? No. <laughs> Growing up? No. What about the flying monkeys? No. Nothing scared you in that movie? I love that movie. You have to remember, you're talking to a girl who was like a little kid, and my mom used to be like, are you a good witch or a bad witch? And I used to say, bad witch. We're letting our fans know. Bad witch. You're a bad witch? I used to say that all the time when I was a kid. How do you feel about that today? I hate, I didn't like Glenda. She like was too foo-foo. It's too nice. Yeah. Too boring. I'm melting. <laughs> like, I don't know. I love the flying monkeys. I thought they were awesome. I wanted some. <laughs> she threw fireballs. She was amazing. She flew around on Oh, that room. damn Hollywood. <laughs> you know, I want to go back to you guys. You said um, Nightmare on Elm Street scared Why? you. Wait a minute. Were you scared by the witch in Wizard of Oz? No, I just... No, 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 no. It was the flying <laughs> monkeys that did me in. Those things were ugly, and they're just like, ah, and sinister. <laughs> and they went out on the hunt to look for them, and it's just like, oh, man. See, the... I thought her soldier guys were scarier than I was going to say the same you thing so? just now. Oh, I was like, who are they? Oh. You couldn't really see their faces. Um, that's, yeah. that's organized. Was, I, I'm not was... afraid of organized. Yeah, I didn't yeah, like those so things. Many of them. Yeah. The monkeys did it for me, though. The that was the big fez hats. Yeah. yeah no, like that those. never did it. I remember... Um, Growing up, there was a one movie. To this day, I can still, I, I just can't find it because I only saw a clip of it. I was sent to bed early, and my mom and dad were watching a, it must have been an ABC or CBS special because I did come downstairs, and I kind of caught that. But they were digging in this cave, 
and they came across the skull as they were chipping through the rocks. And the music and just seeing the skull, it has forever been embedded in my head because I was told, get upstairs. And I had to go back upstairs. So I went upstairs and I got up there and I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I mean, I was small, first grade, kindergarten. And I still have a vivid memory of coming down those stairs and seeing that on the TV, them watching it. And I'm like catching like 30 seconds of it. And these people could not find. And there was, I think there was a curse attached to it. And I went. I was told to go back upstairs, and to this day, that still sticks in my head, you know? Yeah, that's like um, the scene in one of the Indiana Jones movies where they're eating the monkey brains. Mm-hmm. I still remember that from when I was a kid. That, like, really had a big impact. impression. Yeah, yeah. I, there's so many things, like... And The Exorcist, the first time I saw The Exorcist, and I was not a kid then. I mean, I think the first time I saw that, I was probably, like, in my 20s. Um, but the scene when she's coming down the stairs backwards all bent over mm-hmm. and looking all like still spooks me out i can't not right there's so many things in that movie that aren't right but that in particular when her Stuck body out. bends when it's not supposed to is like the freakiest thing well yeah you're seeing something your mind's not yeah you know set up to see what about you rob is so it movies i'm not sure i mean there's stuff that just stuck with you yeah One stuff that's scary. stuck with you I mean, when I was really little, I remember Ghostbusters. Like, it's not scary as that movie is. Mm-hmm. There's still some messed up parts in it for, you know, being a family-friendly movie. The uh, librarian ghost in the beginning of the movie, yep. when she freaks out. I was out. just going to say that. Yeah. Um, you guys ever see In the Mouth of Madness? Mm-mm. Which one is that? That's where they he can't get out of the town. He's stuck in the town with the girl, and every time he leaves the road to get out of there... It, turns and I think he goes back into so. it um there's it, it's set to a hotel and they're there for i forgot what reason and everything in this hotel has like things that shift and change in the scenes and you don't catch it and you have to watch it a couple of times but there's a scene in there when i first saw that it was late at night there was a um, painting you know how they always have the the, the um, stoic gentleman back from the 1800s or whatever the picture would change in the scenes. The eyes would shift, but you wouldn't see them like a normal movie where they, they follow you. But wherever the camera was, that it was focused that way. And you kind of got the sense that things were moving. Things like that that are almost intangible-ish, that's, those are the things that get me. The, the jump scares, you know, that, that can work for people. People sometimes don't even jump. They're like, ah. Yeah. But there's the psychological aspect of creepiness which brings it back to halloween actually Mm -hmm. because halloween is very psychological in that sense you know you start thinking about the things that you know it's that time of year it's that night it's beggar's night Ooh, halloween's the big night and you wake up the next day after halloween and nothing really you know some people are like hey it's my birthday now well that's true too i know so that's always fun I don't know. I thought this. I like this idea of Halloween. We need to have it like twice a year. We should replace Christmas with it. I don't know because I get a lot of time off for Christmas, and I think <laughs> it's a pretty good catch. <laughs> I'm not going to go into my Christmas rant. No. Well, no, because we're not on our Halloween episode. Yeah, it's not time for Krampus yet. We'll get to Krampus. Although that was kind of cool too, Krampus. We could put it. 
Is it? Can it be a Halloween figure? Could, we, could we make him spooky. jump the holiday? Maybe you could, like, you know, do double shifts. If you could be one scary horror movie or villain or something that you know could, like, really mess with someone's mind, what would it be? Who would it be? Maleficent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? She's badass. Okay. She has wings, horns, magic. That's a question. Long talons. Hmm. And that's a good question. You almost want to go with Pennywise from it, because he could do anything to mess with somebody. They all if you think about down it. Hair. Yeah, he doesn't have to be a clown. He could be whatever he wants to mess with somebody. Wow, that's a dark, dark side. I don't of think you. we've heard. I don't think we've heard this song. I yet. tried to go as dark as I could think of in the little time that I thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought about this earlier today when I said I had questions, but I couldn't come up with any really substantial answer to be if I could be any like creepy criminal like horror thing. Nothing out there, you know the Jasons, the Freddies, this. It's so big, but it doesn't, it's not scary. Mm -hmm. Nothing scary that way. So I'm going to have to go with maybe like, if I could be something, I would have to be something like a, just a, a rogue Chucky. ghost. Oh, oh Chucky. <laughs> oh my God. Chucky. The leprechaun. The Halloween. Leprechaun. Or the, or the Halloween. Or leprechaun. I would go with something creepy, like a ghost. Mm -hmm. yeah. Something, some unfair seen force of nature you'd be a poltergeist i'd be a poltergeist there you go yeah. that's a good one yep yep something that's it means noisy ghost in german right <laughs> it does it does doppelganger it likes to throw things and be violent um what about you oh you already said it yeah you were the happy one sort of she's not happy ish she's mean i'm not scared she's by her person people i'm not scared by her putting hexes on people She's Angelina Jolie. Walking to me, walk into a room and not know me, I'll scare you. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> wow. I'd be like, boo. And you'd be like running out. I'm going to get you some black wings. You're gonna, Why black? Because that's what she uses, so you're going to oh, be scary like that. Man. Get you some horns and some black wings. I, I guess. We'll go with it. But So how do we feel about Halloween? We like it. Yep. We like it. We're all in... Consensus. We are we are pretty much a Halloween type of group here mm -hmm. year round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Posers step away. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are we all doing for Halloween? Are we celebrating? No, it's COVID. Oh yeah. Uh <laughs> celebrating with masks. And it's on a Saturday this year. And, and there's a full, a full moon. moon. And a full moon. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna set all kinds of things in motion. Yep. You know what I am doing though. I'll tell you guys after because it's not scary at all and it'll ruin the mood of the episode. Well, we're <laughs> right then. What do you think, Parababble crew? Think we're out. We gotta go do some trunk or treats. Trunk or treats. <laughs> I'm going to my local church and I'm going to trunk or treat. I'll have the white van. <laughs> With the gluten free snacks. No nuts. With the lollipops. Key words. Organic lollipops. No nuts. But no nuts? No nuts. No nuts. Little Aiden's allergic. Well, we'll have an EpiPen. 
that's going to cost us $475 because it's New York State. We don't want it to get to that, though, because we don't want little Aiden to have any traumatic experiences. So he breaks out in a rash. That is unacceptable because they're going to take him to a doctor. They're going to have to prescribe hydrocortisone cream for him. It's going to be a disaster. Bleach? Bleach. Well, if he injects it, he'll be okay. Okay. That's what I just need to know. The lady's okay. Gonna be pretty messed up. All right. You can reach us at Halloween Parababble Everywhere. Podcast at gmail.com or Parababble Everywhere. 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 Pod, Stitch, Spotify, Apple. I don't know. I think they'll like the episode. Just provoke a little thought about what really scares you and what makes you go, you know, go crap. from parents who have little kids named Aiden who are allergic to nuts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's okay. It's we'll celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> we'll celebrate in their misery. He likes trunk or treating. He likes, you know, my church has trunk or treating, which is really nice for the community. Shut up. There's just too many peanut butter cups and almond joys out there, and the Snickers don't even get me started. They're not even number one. <laughs> the devil sent them.